It's 7 o'clock. It's Friday night. It's time for the sports phone. Friday night, 7 o'clock. It's time for another edition of the Sports Phone here on KZYX. Jerry in Portland. Jim back in the studio. Jim, happy Friday to you. It's always a good time when 7 o'clock rolls around on a Friday afternoon. Evening. I was going to say afternoon, but I guess it would be Friday evening. I'll throw a little pitch in there, too. Uh, Let's keep the Sports Phone going. The key to what Jerry read about the, the quiet drive is appreciating the importance of the KZYX team. Anybody listening to sports phones knows the value of team. Please support. Save us from having to beg on a not-so-quiet drive. So get your money in, um, especially if you like sports phone. Or for whatever reason, if you're listening, please donate to public radio. Um, it's pretty nice, Jer. I hear that spring is coming next week, not only on the calendar, but it's going to be 70 degrees around here. I planted grass seed in my backyard. That's how you know spring is coming. I'm trying to patch the holes in, in my backyard. <laughs> that's that. That's the biggest sign that spring is coming. Of course, it started raining immediately after that. But yeah, it's. I feel spring in the air. Spring's always fun, especially up here in Oregon. I think for a lot of the same reasons that you guys get it. Uh, that you guys have spring down in California, uh, in in the Mendocino area. Like it's a lot of the same reasons why spring is an awesome time of year um, in the Pacific Northwest and in Northern California. Welcome, everybody, to the Sports Phone. Uh, If you are new to the show, uh, let me break down what is going to be going on for you for the next hour or so. Um, Very simply put, this is an open forum sports talk show. Uh, Jim and I are here to talk about what is going on in the world of sports, um, whether that be at the national level, the collegiate level, the high school level. We don't really care what it is, what it's about, as long as it has to do with sports. Jim and I want to talk about it. And more importantly than that, we want you, the listeners, to drive the show and be the people that come up with the topics. Jim and I have things to talk about, but if we don't get to any of that, that's a perfect way for the sports phone to go. We want you, the listeners, to drive the show, give us the topics, and we'll lend our opinions if you so desire. The number to do that, 707-895-2448. So we'll get started here. Give us a call if you want to talk about sports. I I was exhausted. I was at your house. We we were at the sports phone sports bar in, in Portland last week. I was worn out talking about sports. We were talking about sports at every meal. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, so, it happens. Uh, when we're in the same room, it just kind of <laughs> happens that way. It's easier. It's even easier to talk about sports. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Jim, Jerry, what's up, my boys? Long time no talk to hey. Josh. Josh Ferks. Is- hey, Josh. It's good to hear from you. Uh, let me introduce How you. How you doing, man? We're doing great. Josh, the athletic director at Laytonville Unified School District and a PE teacher. 
You, did you call to tell us something, or, or what'd you call for? Man, I just missed you guys, and I've been scrambling, and life's been crazy. I wanted to call in and check in and say I love you guys, and uh, see how things are going, man. Checking in. Well, I was going to do an update on. Um, I was doing a. I was going to do a high school COVID update. That's why I originally contacted today. I got an interesting stat here. I thought I'd get you to to comment on it, Josh. Yeah. So I, I got the, the Mendo Athletic Director, Fort Bragg Athletic Director, and I got you, and uh, Laytonville Athletic Director. And I said, "What do you got going? We're in the red. We're in the red tier here. What do you got going?" So I find out that Mendocino has track, tennis, and golf, and no baseball, and Laytonville <laughs> has baseball and no track, tennis, and golf. <laughs> baseball, and that's it. We tried. We tried. We tried softball. Our, our numbers were a little low with the girls. So we put a couple on the baseball team, but man, it's good to have the kids back on the field. It's been a long time coming, and it's still, we're in the red tier, which is good. Things are so fluid. They're changing every day, but we got a schedule. We got kids practicing. The sun's out. We're, I think we're going to get some games in, finally. Do you have do you have a league schedule or just, just a preseason type schedule? Yeah, well, it's kind of a league. They, us and Potter Valley are the only teams in the NCL3 that fielded the fielded team. So really? NCL2 was kind of short, so they just kind of combined us. We play Credo, Technology, huh. Upper Lake. So it's just abbreviated makeup of league schedule to get the kids playing. Hmm. So it is kind of a league, but it's not the normal league that we're used to for sure. Yeah, it's it's interesting. That that sounds uh Sounds like a good first step. That's what I get. That's what I like to hear. You know, it's it's funny. I, I was talking to some Oregon high school coaches out here for basketball, and they're getting ready to pre- start practice and start their seasons, and they're going to have seasons. They're going to do like a, I think a like mid May to late June season or something like that. So it's just good. To, it's funny. It's just good to hear about all these teams that are starting their seasons up. I I don't think you should have. I I disagree with that. I say basketball, football. They got nixed by COVID. Start them strong next year. Don't try to inter- inter- intersect baseball. Yeah. Don't try to yeah. compete with baseball and track. That's what that's what our North Coast decided. You right. know, we were kicking it around. They kind of saw the, the writing on the wall that maybe they would get back inside the gym. But as a section, we decided to go with just spring sports only. So we're not doing football. We're not doing ball. We're doing exactly that, Jim. We're, we're sacrificing the lambs, and we're going to hopefully get back next year and, and yep. just go with trying getting baseball in. Hmm. We're not big enough. Like, you know, the big schools, the cities, they can probably do that. You know, they can swing doing multiple sports. It wouldn't work for us. There's no way Laytonville could have basketball no way. and football or baseball in the same, in the same yeah, season. Absolutely I not. know it's and, the... and most of our schools, right, Jim? Like, most of the schools oh, yeah. couldn't, couldn't be able to swing that. No, Fort for Bragg, I'll just say, now that we have an athletic director, um, I got Fort Bragg's um, report. And Fort Bragg has everything we just said. They have baseball. They have track, golf, and tennis. And they also have softball. No, no surprise there. Um, for our listeners. Well, there you go, though. By the way, like, it's a bigger school, right? So they're, right. they're going to have more sports. They, they have the capacity to field more teams. Right. That's yeah. what I, I was, yeah. was going to say. Just, just for yeah. our listeners, Fort Bragg has... Closer to 500 than 100 students, yeah. and Laytonville has closer to 100, and Mendocino has closer to 200. So, so that's the difference. Just more, and makes it makes it makes it tough. You know, little schools are tough, and Fort Bragg Fort Bragg is a monster, and good for them. You know, get as many kids out on the field for whatever we can. Like it's been a long time coming, I tell you. 
2448. We're talking a little bit here quickly about high school sports. Um, uh, they're they're on a rebound. Uh, the, the next to come, I, I work in public health in a public health clinic. And Josh, I think you're going to see this orange tier before you know it. I just wow. think, I just think that's going to make. Um, I mean, the, the volume of, of, of vaccine yeah. is 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 really high right now, and it's not stopping. And well, I, I told I, you, Jim, I got I got both my doses, and I took a random test, and I came back positive. So right now, I'm quarantining at home two days into a quarantine on a positive COVID test after both the Moderna vaccine. You do know that that's not, I mean, I was telling Jerry, that's not uncommon for, for any vaccine to test positive yeah. right after the vaccine. So, right. so well, it's uh, been four, it was four weeks. It was four weeks since my last dose. I got the second dose on February 11th. So they're, they're running some more tests to see my viral load. And you know, this COVID thing, as much as they do know, they're still learning. We're still figuring it out. You know, we're still working at it. You brought it up. Do you feel sick? I don't feel sick. I have no symptoms. I right. feel, I feel fine. I've been checking my fever every day. I, no symptoms at all. Good. Good. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, what else do you have for Mr. Furks, Jer, as he is known in Laytonville? <laughs> not, not a whole lot. I think it's like I said. It's it's just good to hear that you know sports are getting rolling again, and they're we're going to give it a try. I just I hope it goes smoothly. I hope we get some games in. Um, but you know, just the fact that they're out practicing is is great. You know, yeah, everything the last, is the last time moving in the, moving in the right direction. I've been about, the pessimist um, throughout this whole merch. thing. It's Did it's good to see things going in the right direction. Did you guys get any gear? Oh, he wants more gear, Jer. Yeah, I, oh. I want I want a sweatshirt. I want to buy a sweatshirt. I want to donate to the cause and support you guys because I love it, and and I'd love to just flaunt around a hoodie around town. How many times are we gonna keep saying, Jared, let's do this? And how many times are we Man, gonna, are we you, gonna forget? <laughs> I, I guess we, I think we. we got, <sighs> We got to do it. Simple as that. I, 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 I can't I do it. it. You guys will make so much money, Jim. You guys, you guys. I'm telling you, you got support and love out there. If you guys had something to sell, you'd be laughing at the money you'd bring in. So you have People no idea. Drop 50 so bucks for a hoodie every day. You have no question that um, we can break. Even if we sell them at cost, we can break even. Oh no doubt. You guys are going to make money. You'll get them. You, you guys will. You guys will do great. And I can't wait. Let me help you design it. Let's come up with something bad. I just got a text <laughs> oh, from. But- I just got a text from frequent caller Vince Lee, Vince Lee. He says he wants a coffee cup and a hoodie. There you go. I love that guy too, man. Give him some love when you guys talk to him. I know he'll be calling in shortly. Well, thanks, thanks, Josh. Thanks, you guys. I love you guys so much. And yeah, keep me posted. Let me know when the gear's out, and I'll and I'll be right there. You guys right. are amazing. Absolutely. Love you guys. Tell me, bye. tell me. Thanks, Josh. Okay, bye. I wanted to ask him, Jerry, real quick. What? Um, I mean, here we—I'm—I'm I'm in Anderson Valley, literally, right now, and I wonder what they're doing for sports. I—I should—I should have asked Noah or, or Josh, but yeah, you know, I—I I, I think it's a safe assumption that, to some level, it's going to be similar. If you know what I mean, yeah, like yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it kind of—it just has to be. Just when you look at the schools all being roughly the same size, like but by default, it kind of has to be that way. I'll take—I'll um, take a wild guess. They, Anderson Valley is going to have baseball because they always do. Uh-huh. And they're going to have tennis because a guy, it all it takes is one guy 10, 15 years ago started a tennis program and it's going strong. Right. Um, two coaches later, it's still going strong. And I'm guessing that's all they have. Yeah. Well, and you only need, you only need one, you know, just a couple people for tennis, right? You oh, know, sure. that isn't something that you need a, a ton of people to fill the team. I don't well, think same with something like track or, 
No, it's like golf, Jared. You can take one person and take them to the CMCs or the NC, NCL tournaments and all that stuff. But if you want to compete as a team, you have to have three singles and two doubles. Oh, got it. Okay, got it. Got it. That Just makes like sense. it's yeah. like okay. it's like golf. If you want to compete against another team, you've got to have. Um, <clears throat> you know, you you have to have a certain amount. I think you have to have six or seven to to play an official match in golf. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I'm with you there. Yep. I, I think I, I got mixed up with the individual aspect versus the, the team aspect there. I can, I, I'm with you there. 707-895-2448. Give us a ring. If you want to talk about sports, uh, we are open. We're ready to talk about sports. Let's, uh, let's keep it rolling. Uh, give us a call. 707-895-2448. It you is Friday. Oh yeah. Thank you for taking my call. A great show. I'm not a big sports fan, but I, I enjoy the heck out of this show. Speaking of merch, <laughs> uh, the mother station KZYX has some. There's like a solar radio and a uh, a mask with the KZYX logo. So there's uh, there's some instant relief for those uh, who are after uh, um, <laughs> some some of the uh, products and merch that you know that they offer as a reward. Yeah, the, I'll, I'll say right now. Now that you brought it up, um, um. There's a whole list of stuff you can get if 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 you're a member. You can, as you said, there's swag available. Um, we got people that specifically. They have so many hoodies. These people have so many hoodies, caller that they they specifically want a sports phone hoodie. <laughs> and, well, I mean, I don't blame them. I yeah. totally don't blame them. But if you're in a hurry, there's uh, there's a cure <laughs> from the weather station. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and, great show. I I would I've always wanted to hear a little bit more from. Uh, young people are out there just doing whatever kind of sports. I remember uh, I like to throw out weird sports that I recall. And one was when uh, about a million years ago in grade school, we had something called four square, which is a big rubber ball, and it bounced back and forth. And the contestants were, you know, quite a ways away from each other, and there was four of them, and that was a fun thing. And there was tether ball and kick ball too. Uh, well, you sound like East- things that you had to. Stop traffic a few times, but uh, uh, just it would be fun to hear from uh, the younger people and what they're doing about sports right now. Those are East Coast playground sports that you just—I played all three of those on the, <laughs> on the playgrounds in the summers in the East Coast. Four square. Yeah, no, no trophies. No, 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 no. It, it was uh, it was for pride. You tried to get the square number four and stay there and not get knocked out. That's what I remember. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, well, all it's right, funny. I'd hang up. We, It'd be fun if some other callers would uh, call in some memories and some young people too, or the parents of young people could say, "Hey, here's a phone call and talk about what you like." Thanks for the call. Yeah. Good night. It's it's funny. We we played Foursquare a lot when I was like third to maybe no, even earlier than that like first to fifth grade. I would say I played a lot of Foursquare, and it was something that I think was more competitive than it was supposed to be if that makes sense like like that's not the kind of game that i think you should get too upset about but it got overly competitive i definitely remember that just kind of the group of people that played um and we also played little kickball and stuff but yeah i just i do remember foursquare getting wildly more competitive when i was in Compshi at the Compshi school that had nothing uh, than to do it was with the sport to be. that had nothing to do with the sport that had something to do it had with... to do with the people involved yeah, it was you and kyle abelson i know and, and others, yeah, and it, it got really competitive. But it's it's funny that call. I, I love those kind of games. I, I call them like, I think those types of games like are 
they're not yard games. They're like they're like recess games, is what yeah. I would call them, or like you call them East Coast games. But I think I call I consider them more like school recess games. Playground. But it's funny he brought up he brought up Foursquare. And I saw a version of Foursquare online the other day that was fascinating. It was Foursquare, but with volleyball nets. So it was two volleyball nets that were uh, perpendicular. So it created like a, a, a T, basically. A T, not, and not an X, not not a cross. Not an X, a T. So it was a, it was a cross. Sorry, a cross. Not a, not not a not a cross is a better way to put it. Not yeah. a T. So there were four quadrants, and it right. was divided by these two volleyball nets. And so you play with a volleyball, and you have one touch, and it's it's four square rules. But it, it, it adds this – it incorporates the net. It was fascinating. I was so, really uh, want to try I, that. Logically then, every time in, – instead of just hitting it from one square and bouncing in another square, it, when you advance the ball to another square, you had to go over the net? Right. You had to go over the net, but there was still like a boundary. So you, you had and to get it, it in, to, but did, you could only touch it once. It was really cool. And it, did it did, then did it have to hit the ground and then that person had to do it? There's no bouncing. It. The ball didn't bounce. Oh, the ball it, it had never to hit stay the in ground. the air, just like volleyball. Oh, so like volleyball, never hit the ground. And you yeah. could only touch yeah. it once? Yeah, you could only touch it once. Yeah, you didn't have a lot of area to cover. It was a pretty small square, right? Yeah, yeah, it's not. It was basically the same size as like a four square square, but it was that was really cool. I loved those kind of games growing up. Like I said, I think just with the the group that I grew up with, those games got a lot more competitive uh, than they may have needed to. Talking be. about listener driven, what are we talking about? We're talking about four square. <laughs> well, four square is great. What was the oh tether ball? Is the other one he said. Did you ever run into that? That's it. Okay, so tether balls one that I've I've seen. And like I understand the concept of it, but I've never played it. I never like made an effort to get good at it. I understand the concept of it, but it was just not one that I think we really ever played a ton. For those, um, but I've seen it. For those people that played tetherball at at camp, let's just say, because that's where I played. Right. I played at camp. Right. I for a game like Foursquare, they're supposed to be semi. Let's just tap this ball around a pole for fun. You're hitting it one way. The guy on the other side, or the, the the other person on the other side, is hitting the ball the other way. You have to wrap a rope that the ball is on the end of the rope, and you have to knock the ball around your direction and wrap right. the ball around the pole. I've never seen a more aggressive sport. We were pounding that. We we would tackle each other. It, it was crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I I I just never got into it, but I I can imagine it was just as competitive as Foursquare, Wall Ball, any of those things. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. Give us a ring if you want to talk about sports. It is Friday, March nineteenth. Let's take a look at what happened today in the world of sports. If we didn't have any calls, uh, I'm going with a recent one. Uh, this is from two thousand nineteen. Uh, on on March 19th, James Harden, who I'm not a huge fan of in the NBA, but this is still worth noting, uh, he became the first player in NBA history to score 30 points against all 29 opponents in a single season. So there are people that have scored 30 points against all every team in the NBA uh, throughout their career. Harden became the first person to do it uh, in a single season, um, which I thought was kind of cool when he got 31 points against the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, he's a great scorer. I have lots of issues with him, but uh, that was—I thought that was kind of a cool little nugget. Jim, did you have something for on this day in sports? I'm going to save it. We got two calls. Oh, call you on here. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Hey, Vince. How are we doing tonight? We're doing good. You, did you hear Mister Furk's call? He he gave us an update on Laytonville. 
I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was great to hear that uh, kids are out doing stuff again. And um, I think it was a great move that they didn't try to incorporate too many other sports that would probably take away from each other, you know, like, you know, you don't have that many athletes. So it was a wise choice to stick with just the spring sports. And I'm glad to hear that, you know, at least three of the schools we know are, are participating. I, I assume the others have something going on. Um, and it's just great, it's great to hear. It's great to hear fans in the stands when I'm watching games. It's great <laughs> to talk to you guys and it's still light outside. And yeah, yeah I mean, things are, things are slowly improving for sure. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. What's your favorite sports story of the week? Well, it is it is March Madness, so I'm mm-hmm. all about that. And that's pretty much my, my favorite sporting event that there is. So that's been, you know, con- that'll consume me all weekend long. Um, other than that, uh, there hasn't really been anything drastic, you know, no no. Tiger Woods stories or things like that. So we're really just March Madness. So I'm excited for that and, and uh, watching the second half of the NBA. And I know baseball is close to getting started. So um, just all those things. My favorite time of the year is, is pretty much right now as far as sports goes. So I'm it, just it's fun- fully involved and, and watching. It's funny on the on the NCAA tournament front. I forgot because the tournament didn't happen last year. Just how fun this first weekend and the second weekend to a certain extent is. Where just there's just games on all day. Like I had games on in the background when I was working all day. Just I had one game on and I had the scoreboard up of all the other games. It's just it's so it's just so fun to switch between the games when they're close. It's just that I forgot how enjoyable this first weekend of of March Madness of the NCAA tournament is because we didn't have it last year. So it's, it's been really cool to see it come back. It, it looks a little bit different, obviously, because there's COVID protocols in place, but it's still as wild as ever. You know, there's upsets. There's been some really good games. Uh, oh, yeah. Vince, it's funny. I didn't fill out a bracket this year for the first time, I think, ever. And oh, wow. I almost feel like I'm having more fun watching the tournament without a bracket because I'm not stressed about constantly checking it to see how bad I'm doing. That's that's fantastic because I'll tell you I'm already yeah. doing really bad. So <laughs> <laughs> phones are ringing here, Vince. I want you uh, listen up and give us a call back. All right. You got it. Thanks, guys. Hello, you're on the sports phone. Hi, is that me? Yes, yeah, you. Hey, well, big time fan. I agree. Great. No, um, you know expectations about basketball right now. Fabulous. What level? Um, college. College. March Madness. No bracket. Okay. So you don't so, have a bracket either? No, I forget about it. <laughs> oh, no, I just deliberately didn't do <laughs> no it. Way. I love it. What, 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 what else is on your mind, caller? Uh, between COVID and... Wow, an abbreviated season last year and coaches, it's crazy. No betting this year. So I've wanted to call you guys for a long time to say I gifted a ball, just a ball, a kind of a medium-sized blow-up ball to a kid last year, and the kid looked at me and said, what do I do with this? Wow. What size? And he was about... No, eight. what size of the ball? Oh, let's say beach, like volleyball. Huh. Okay, so I thought when I was a kid, 
all I ever wanted was a ball. Uh. I could do anything with a ball. And in fact, well, you bounce it, you throw it, you catch it, you run after it. And so you start with catch and you go to kickball, dodgeball, baseball, football, basketball, tetherball. <laughs> Foursquare, tennis, ping pong, marbles, soccer, field hockey, golf, mini golf, volleyball, bowling, water polo. Have I missed anything? I think you covered all the balls. I think you got all the I big think, ones. Did you say tennis I ball? Think, I, I think, like, and then if you didn't get a ball for a present, you got like a mitt or a basketball hoop or, <laughs> or a <yep>. bat. <laughs> or a bat or. And so can you imagine looking at a kid in 2020 saying, what do I do with this? <laughs> that's a, I, that's you know, the call of the day. Can I, can I, can I answer that question? I, I think it's, it, yes, it's, please. And I feel like I'm going to answer this a little bit more seriously than, I don't know how, how it like, it's serious. The question was in terms of, but yes, I actually can like, in really? for a lot of different reasons, but I just don't think it's something that's on the radar of kids as much anymore. Like, that's the honest answer. I, I am a, and Jim knows this about me and any of my friends knows this about me. When I'm not watching sports or being involved in sports, I'm a huge gamer. I love video games. But, yeah, I, but I also know because of that, like, that's the culture that more kids are growing up in nowadays. Where if you had given that kid a video game controller or something, he would have known, that he or she would have probably known exactly what to do with it. It's interesting. Because that's oh, the, be- that's the culture we're in. Me. Absolutely. It's very, yeah. We're still we're still in a ball culture. Yeah. What are the three big sports? True. Yep, we are. Four big, five big. Six. Got another call. I mean, really. Let me take another call, okay. and I, I, I appreciate this. It. It's I an interesting. Bye. Thank you. I love it. It's an interesting one, Jer, because it's the Pinoli effect. He, that was his theory of why sports were die, dying in high school. Is just what you said because of gaming. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Yeah, I'm calling in for two reasons. One is to prove that people that, that don't really care much for sports do listen to the sports phone. <laughs> this is Nathan yes. from Albion. Oh, um, great. See a couple times, Jim, and, uh, about the fact that I do listen and I love the show. But I am not a sports person. But I did want to bring up an old game that we used to play Ooh. and see if it, if anybody thinks about it at all. And we called it Slaughterhouse. And it, there's at the school in Mendocino, I don't know if they're still there or not, but there were these boards, like plywood backboards. Or not plywood, mm-hmm. but wooden backboards. And yep. we would throw a tennis ball at at the, the that wall and... There'd be, you know, four or five guys standing around, and then you'd have to go. Someone would run to go get the ball, and everybody that didn't go and didn't catch the ball when it reverberated off the wall had to run to the wall. And then, and then that person who caught it had to throw the ball to the wall, and then everybody else ran from the, you know what I mean, to yeah. ran back to try and catch it, and it just went on and on. It was the funnest thing. Is that wall ball, Jer? No, no. So what? With the minute the the caller said hey, the wooden plank, like the wooden wall, I thought he was going to talk about something else. I've never seen what 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 you're describing, caller, but it sounds awesome. Like that's again, I'll play that right now. I do that with a couple of friends. Yeah. Where where we was it, Nathan? We, we where 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 was the slaughter ball? Where was the slaughter ball court at the middle school or the high school? At the middle school, at the ground, yeah, at the at the, at the grammar school, what it was then. 
the grammar school yeah. side of the middle school back on the back there, and there was two boards, two walls. Huh. And I don't quite know why they put them up even, but we that was we would use a tennis ball. So when you, but then the fun part of it kind of was that sometimes you would hit, throw the ball and you wouldn't hit the wall; you'd hit a person, and that <laughs> and, and that and that was kind of a, of a of our own little side thing of it. You hit somebody, and that person would then pick up the the, the ball after it hit them, which it didn't really hurt because it was a tennis soft tennis ball. And then they pick it up, and then they could throw it to the wall, and then then somebody would be out. And that yeah. was a way of like you get it down to where there was just you know you start with a bunch of people, and then so like if you got hit, that was a, that was those those were ver- variations of the same game. Na- yeah. Name the sport one more time: slaughter ball. We called it slaughterhouse. Slaughterhouse. Yeah. Wow. That, that's 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 the. Have you listened? I mean that that that. I don't think you can compete with. Um, Back me up here, Jer. That what's the sport on the? Is it whirly ball? The sport on the um, the sport on <laughs> we're the, back uh, to the. We're back to basketball on the on the carts. Bumper cars, bumper basketball, car basketball. Bumper cars, yeah, it's hard to compete with that, Nathan. But we'll give yeah. you we'll give you second place I with like sl- slaughterhouse. That, that's an old that was an old game that just was you know we had fun with it and I I really wonder if anybody else out there played that game as a kid. And if that you know reverberates out, if it was just we just had our own little thing going there. I think you guys or, made that up in Mendo. I've never I never saw it in, <laughs> on the on the. We had every game you can imagine on the playgrounds in the East Coast and recess uh, and, and all, and that one I've never never heard of. Huh. And I'm also wondering if it was a variation of, a, of of some other game that we just kind of tweaked to work for us. Or you know what I mean? So hmm. I'm also wondering. You know, I, I don't even know who started it, who who came up with it, because we just would play it, and you know. Huh. Somebody came up with it. Seven zero seven eight nine. Thank you, thank you, Nathan. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. Jerry, you say you've never heard of that one, but you had something called wall ball. Yeah, we had one, but that was a one-on-one game where oh. it was essentially like volleyball against a wall, almost where you would hit it against, like you would hit it against the wall. You had to hit it with a bounce, and then the other person would have to get it to the wall off of one bounce, and it was just who could basically keep who who kept the rally that's going a, that's it was just a take kind of a, a, that's a takeoff on squash or or something like that yeah yeah take off on squash it was like it was almost like ping pong but with one with a with a wall with a instead wall. of a net. yeah the, 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 right. there's lots right. of sports there's sports that yeah. do that with a, a squash racket what's the other one racquetball same same idea yeah, yeah. racquetball's yeah the same idea but yep. you only had one wall not you didn't have a wall in back of you yeah exactly yeah but no those games are great and, and as i think kind of the all the callers have mentioned they've talked about this stuff like it was just a ball at some point people just kind of figured these games out right someone had to make this up originally someone had to like say okay we have a ball we've got a wall here what do we do the reason and and people are coming up with these ideas the reason i know that they were made up is that i have heard all these different rules i thought we had four square defined on the east coast and when i got out here i saw you guys playing there were definitely some change in the rules the right. only thing that was the same. Kickball, kickball is the other one, and I think when someone mentioned it, but the, just the basic like the version of baseball with a rubber ball, like that was the other one we played a ton. That was more in middle school. Yeah, but the big the big deal yeah. with that, and then I'm going to take a call. the The big deal with kickball in the East Coast was you didn't throw the ball to first base to get a force out. You could throw it to first base, or you could throw it at the runner, or, or you could hit, or you could hit the runner with the ball. Yep. Right. Hello, mm-hmm. caller, you're on the air. Good evening, guys. I love your show. Thank um, you. Thank you. Talk of these uh, schoolyard games just brought back these 
terrific memories of uh, I went to a parochial school in Hillsburg, St. John's, and it was grades first through eighth. And uh, we would have all the games you talked about, and it was uh, we didn't have a field. It was all asphalt. So there'd be all these little separate games going on in different areas. But uh, <laughs> every once in a while, the perfect storm would arise, and there would be this massive dodgeball game. I mean, oh, yes. with, a, with a big painted circle, you know, not up against the wall. It's just like, you know, we the lines that, in the we, Coliseum. It was just, we there'd called be first that, graders in there, third graders, the eighth so graders good. would be outside. So this was, was everybody for themselves, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, and, uh, we call that scatter dodgeball. Okay, yeah, but it would morphed into this ultra competitive i mean there'd be like five balls at once going and someone would bring in like a softball or you know it'd just be crazy and there'd be like a bunch of first graders in there just getting pelted and uh (laughs) the rules weren't like you know dodgeball the movie you couldn't catch it you would just like dodge the ball i mean if you got tagged you were out now, our our, our scatter dodge was like dodgeball. If if player A threw it at player B and player B caught it, player A had to get out of the circle, and they okay. were out. It, it got down to when there were only two people left. Right. Well, this was mainly people just firing balls on the outside and trying to eliminate as many as possible till there was down to one. So there's like 50 or 60 people on the outside, and it always came down to one person in the middle. And uh, I remember one time, this individual, I mean, he lasted probably five minutes, you know, the tail end of the recess period. And he just got, like, carried off the field like a Roman champion or something. It was incredible. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But, uh, yeah, some of these games would just get so competitive. I mean, it was not uncommon for, like, uh, students to come in from recess with bloody noses or their pants Uh ripped or something like that. You know, because, like I said, there was no field. It was just all asphalt. But, uh, yeah, good memories. So, <laughs> Thanks for the call. That's priceless. No problem. Thank you. I love you guys. Love Take care. Thank you. Well, it, it's funny. He mentioned it, and there's kind of been a through line with this uh, throughout the show, Jim. Like, these games got competitive, right? Like, oh, God, yes. it was fun, but there was a line that could you could very easily cross where it got a little too intense. And you had to kind of – somebody would start to cry or something, and you had to know when to tone it down a little bit. Yeah, and, and in that case, the principals got involved. The exactly. Got yep, involved. That the recess monitor would get involved. It was it was nuts. But that was all part of it. That's what made it great. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Uh, you, you actually finally touched on what I was wanted to bring up about all these things. Um, this is Bill. <laughs> hey, um, Bill. No adult supervision. <clears throat> <laughs> to, to playground sports? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, am, I, am I the playground monitor? Are you kidding? <laughs> I, I remember there being a playground monitor when well, no, I was, when I was doing you know, this stuff. But. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm little, about your dad's age or a little older. Yeah. Don't want out anybody here. But anyway, <laughs> no, no adult supervision. So that's how these rules, and that's why there's 13 different rule sets, you know, as you go from county to county and... And and to this day, uh, st- people in horseshoes still count wieners, and um, so um, you know. But um, it's all about no adult supervision, which makes it so much fun. Yeah, but and that's, that's when you're very... skating against the rules. 
that's very interesting, Bill. This is more serious than I, I thought. Jer, his point, we were just saying, I was just saying how on the East Coast the sports morphed and the rules were different and all. Our rules were crazier than yours, and it. He, Bill is right. There was no recess adult supervision at all. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So and no Saturday supervision and no sun. That's know. true. Yeah, it, we we just went out in the street and played. Also. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, good. 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 Um. Good thinking, Bill. Anyway, that's and then that's what made it so fun. I got to tell you. I, Anarchy, yeah. some level of anarchy, some, and, and then of course some bad things happen, and then of course, if, you know, you were hot on some girl, you didn't want her to get hit in nation ball, so you might stand in front of her. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Thank you. I love it. I love it. All right. Bye. See you, Bill. You know, it, it, it's funny, and this brings up kind of another point of comparison here, Jim, with what you and Bill were just talking about compared to my I think you're and Bill's experience with these games compared to my experience. These were school games for me. That's We only played these games at recess. Oh, where no, we, we Bill was them. talking about it, and you talked about it a little bit. Like, you would do this stuff on a Saturday, like at the park or something. This oh, was yeah. only school games for us. This was recess time for me. No, this was out in the street on, the, on whoever showed right. up on the corner. You're right. Right, exactly. Yeah, there's a little bit of a difference there. Hello, Cole. You're on the air. Hi. If you're talking ball games and you're talking East Coast, don't forget stickball. I played it for years back there, and it was a very popular game behind schoolyards and in alleyways with a with a broomstick and a tennis ball. Just the rules of baseball: you chalk in bases, or you'd have somebody shirt for a base or something. Right, it could be but that tree very, over there, or the stop sign. Game. Yeah, yeah. The bases could be the crack in the sidewalk, the tree on the other side. I, uh, I'm with you. All what, the way whatever, on. whatever it is, as long as long as you had three or four guys on each each side, and you had the broomstick and, and the the tennis ball. I'm even people like Willie Mays who grew up playing stickball. Oh yeah, it was very popular around New York. Huh. Jared, did you ever yeah. play it? I mean, did you ever play? Sti was it ever called stickball where you were? The, the closest thing we ever had to stickball. So I never did. There was never like a school version of it. The closest thing there ever was to stickball in, in my memory was. I remember post me graduating, there was a group that tried to have like open gym style baseball games for a while and it never really took off. But I think that's the closest thing I remember in Mendo to stickball. Well, it was East coast game for sure. And back yeah, in the fifties sure. and stuff when I was yep. in school, it was played, uh, you know, pretty much uh, all the time when the weather was fair, at least at the, like the grade school and early high school level. Pickup games. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. Yeah. That's that's definitely yeah. one that's that's worth mentioning for sure. It's 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 one that uh, I've never played, but I've heard about it, and I would be down. I like I've said with all these things. Like, I, if someone <laughs> called me today and was like, "Hey, we're playing stickball on on you know down the streets," I'm in. I'd love to play these games more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd be down. Uh, am I there? I got yeah, you're yeah. still there, Jim. Are you still there? I'm here, Jer. Okay, cool. I thought we lost you there for a second. Uh, but no, I love it, caller. I, I'd love to play those games. Thank you so much for the call. This I'm glad different... we remembered stickball. <laughs> we got a new caller on, Jer. That was my fault. Oh, perfect. Let's do it. <laughs> now you're on. Yeah, hi. Hi. Um, yeah, this reminiscing is fun. It's, uh, speaking of, of unsupervised playground sports, I, I, was, I went to grammar school in Chicago. This was in the 50s, I guess, middle school and grammar school. And, and you know, 
there was yeah, there was no supervision and no rules, and we just made our own games and our own rules. And that probably happened in many different schools. You know, we had a ball game that was kind of like stickball. You know, the buildings were all, it was a big brick building, and and there was kind of a point about three feet off the the blacktop. That was uh, where it jogged in, the wall jogged in, the space of a brick, and then there was this sort of uh, water table, they call it, that, that was at an angle. And if you hit that angle just right, you could make a home run, you know? And uh, mm-hmm. so the pitcher and the and the batter were the same person. They would aim at this one spot, and if they hit it just right, they could go all the way to the outfield, or they could, you know, change the angle and stuff. So there was that going on. And then... You know, it just made me think of this other thing we used to do is, uh, uh, you know, in the fall or not, maybe not way into the winter, uh, we set up, I would just pulled a rope and set up a high jump and everybody would strip off their jackets and we'd make this huge pile of jackets where you could really, you know, let loose and, you know, fly over, over the thing and, and do, do a graceful flop into this big pile of winter jackets. And that was all kinds of stuff. We were big on handball and, um, you know, as I got older, the community center in the neighborhood had a, had handball courts, and boy, that's a, an intense game. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, yeah. We get really competitive, and you know, people would just be drenched in sweat. You know, <laughs> it was like yep. Yep. so. Yeah, but anyway, we just made the rules up, and you know, I'm sure many different schools did the same thing. Huh. Yeah, anyway, for that's sure. My, my, that's one of my stories. Thank you, you so much. I love it. Lot. Thank you, you so much. I love it. 707-895-2448. We're talking about, I guess, schoolyard and kids. Like, kids games isn't the right word. We're talking about schoolyard games. I think yeah, that's really what I'm what I'm going to call this. And Jim, I have two to add to the list if we don't have any callers. We've got I have two we've, more I'm, that I think are worth adding to this list. We've got a caller. I'm going to let you say that. Say yours once once I get this okay. caller in. But yeah. I was going to ask you, is this ever going to end? Hello, caller. No, I don't think air. it is because there's so many <laughs> versions of it. But, but go ahead. Call you on the air. Schoolyard sports, great subject, another great show on the sports phone. Um, picking teams was so oh, much priceless. a part of the sport. And what happened on the schoolyard, I just brought back some memories. The first time I ever played team sports with a girl was on the schoolyard. The first time I huh. ever played team sports with um, other ethnicities was on the schoolyard. Wow. And I just remember um, when we got the influx of uh, people from Korea, younger gentlemen and, and, and some girls, that they, we didn't speak language. There was no talking. There, you know, the language barrier was huge. But when you were out on the schoolyard, and you're like, wow, what can these guys, you know, we don't know. And they were always, they were at first the last to be picked until we realized how well they could play soccer, how high they could jump, <laughs> um, the different things that uh, they brought to the table. So uh, picking teams was so much a part of the schoolyard uh, play. I just wanted to uh, bring that in the mix. Pick me, pick me, pick me. Where does that come from, Jer? Is that from oh, South Fork? Remember. Is that I, from South Fork? I, I, I don't know. But no, the, it's picking team. It was interesting. Oh, it, I remember distinctly, and I don't remember how this happened. I only really remember it for kickball. But we always had the same two captains when we played kickball. I don't know how that ended up happening, but it 
it was always the same two captains that 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 would end up picking the teams and it was again i don't know how it happened but it wasn't like we always ended up with the same teams either it's just the same two guys were always the captains that picked teams when we played kickball it's the original it's the original draft i mean the the, yeah. the original draft just like uh, the original any, draft, you got it. Th- th- this, thank you, guys. Thank you for the call. Thank you. Chair, the last two called, number one, picking teams on the playground. That that was such a yeah. social experiment. And I, I, was, I was the popular sports guy that got picked first. And, yeah. and I remember, even as a... 10, 9, 10-year-old in the playground, I watched the eyes of the kids that didn't get picked right away. Mm-hmm. And, and, man, I, that just brought back memories. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. Again, it's, it goes back to that, like, line of emotions with this, right, where it goes from fun to too competitive. It's the same yeah. thing with picking teams, where it's like, that kid that gets picked last doesn't always feel good about it. But but it's, it's all part of that, that schoolyard game mentality well it's all part of life it's, it's you know yeah. oh yeah absolutely the yeah. next thing you yeah, know sure. some kids get gets cut from their high school team and the next yep. thing you know yep. they get fired from their or they lose their job whatever but yeah. man yeah. i never would have dreamed great. that the schoolyard sports would bring up some incredible issues like i mean the also the last one he said is that's true what is the first co-ed sport in the world i ever played it was on the playground so on that note, that actually leads yeah. to one of the two that, that I had that I that, that kind of came to me that I wanted to mention because one of them does involve it being co-ed. Um, 707-895-2448, give us a ring. We're talking schoolyard sports, but if you've got anything else you want to talk about in the world of sports, give us a ring, change the subject if you'd like. 707-895-2448 here on the sports phone. But so the two I was going to bring up, one of these is a middle school one and the other one is high school. Yeah. We didn't play a lot of pickup basketball at recess in middle school, but what we played a ton of was knockout. Oh yeah, yeah. We, not- we played a ton of knockout in high in middle school specifically, and I remember that for one of the reasons this caller said is that was one that the, that the girls would get involved in, like the girls exactly. basketball players, especially when I was younger too. I don't remember knockout as much when I was in eighth grade, but I remember it a lot more when I was in sixth grade playing with the eighth graders because right. I, I was right. one of the few that like wanted to go play basketball with those guys and so i just remember the eighth grade boys and the the, the girls of that class also we played a lot of knockout at lunch save uh, your, which was super super fun save your number two we got two calls yep hello you're on the air hi so here's a picture for you a hundred boys <laughs> out on the field playing tag at the same time Oh, jeez. Tag. <laughs> 1960s. <laughs> How do you keep track of something like that? Like, you know who your teammates are. Uh, you, you get into the same habit of this team versus that team. And uh, you just work it out, man. You know, like kids are bright. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, I can't imagine trying to keep track of 100 kids playing a game of tag. That's fantastic. That's well, like one of the end of the essence, like one of the, the school that has games. almost a thousand kids. Yeah. You know that helps. That helps exactly. Uh, on another note, um, football being played tonight at Ukiah High School. Uh, I'm one of the coaches for the cross country team, and both our boys and girls teams 
won on Wednesday against nice. um, El Molino and Elsie Allen. Nice. Nice. That's good to hear. So not only we've got the small schools practicing, the big schools are, are up and running. That's re- it's, Again, that's reassuring, and it's good to hear. I love it. Thank you so much for the update. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate your show. Thank you. Good deal. 707-895-2448. Give us a ring if you want to talk about sports. Jimmy, still there with me? Yeah, that, that's amazing. That's the first re, the first report we got of any completed sport since COVID started from a high school. In well, in the Mendocino County. Area. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like let's yeah, but that's good. No, it's awesome to hear. And and of wide variety too. I think he said football and cross country, which is great. That's really good to hear. Text uh text uh pe- people here, uh, what about frisbee? Frisbee came um there's one that I never played much on the East Coast, but it's played a lot out here. Capture the Flag is another one. I don't know if you guys played that here. Jeez. Yeah, we played that in PE. That was never something we organized yourself at like recess on our own. That was a PE game. Hmm. Yeah, but that, that was a good one. Um, got about 10 minutes left on the sports phone here. Give us a call, 707-895-2448. Uh, Jim, the other one I was going to bring up to kind of close my book on schoolyard games that I played, this was in high school. And I'm counting this even though it wasn't competitive. There was a phase, I think my sophomore year of high school, maybe my junior year, yeah. where we got really into hacky sack. Oh, God. You're going to get a whole – you can do a whole show on hacky sack. Because <laughs> it wasn't competitive. It was just we tried to keep it going – we tried to keep it in the air. That was all there was. And it was fantastic. And it was really interesting to see that brought out a whole different group that were not quote unquote athletes, right? Like the guys that I played hacky sack with, some of them didn't play. They weren't basketball players. They weren't soccer players. They were just friends of ours. And I think one of the guys that started it, he didn't play any sports at Mendocino when I was in high school, but he had a hacky sack one day and we just, we just started hitting it around, and it was chill. We could eat our lunch, and we could just get in a circle and just hit it around. It was super fun. I was terrible at it. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Yeah, hacky, hacky, sack, hacky sack was great. We also played uh, Kick the Can. I grew up back east, and we played Kick the Can. And we also played marbles. We had, like, alley pots that they had um, created on the blacktop surface, and we played marbles, and marbles was a really competitive, believe it or not. You know, if you had the big ones and they, you know, so that was, that's my contribution there. Thanks. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There's a consistency with this, Jim, about East Coast, too. And maybe that's, is there a reason for that? You grew up on the East Coast. I didn't. Like, is is there any reason for that? Or is that just because, I don't know, I I guess that's my question. I I don't really have any, any expansion on that. Jim, hello, you there? Sorry, Jer. I, I, I started coughing. I had to turn my microphone down. I th- My guess is unsupervised is the answer to that. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Hi. Uh, so this brings back memories of when I was a kid in Oakdale near Modesto in San Joaquin Valley. And <clears throat> the uh, younger kids played over the goal. And um, <clears throat> the playground was... Um, a big, wide playground with uh, sand in the uh, for footing, and um, and two big, long sidewalks that 
uh, went from the school to the street, and the younger kids played over the goal and dodgeball, but over the goal in the uh, east one, where over the goal for one side meant just kicking it over that sidewalk, and for the other side meant kicking it into the chain link fence. Well, <laughs> one time I was going to catch a ball, and I ran right into the fence, and oh, hit a no. post and knocked myself cold for a, for a second. But that was okay because it was a lot of fun. <clears throat> um, and um, also, um, my wife and I, here in Compsy or near Compsy, um, <clears throat> ran a summer horse camp for teenagers, and we played freeze tag on horseback. Freeze tag. Oh, so God. Freeze, freeze tag meaning... That once uh, you or your horse got touched, then you had to, you were frozen. You had to stand there, and, um, <laughs> and 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 unless someone else who wasn't frozen came along and untagged you, but then the uh, the winner was someone who got everyone frozen and was the last one unfrozen, yep. and the kids loved that. It was just so much fun and then we also played capture the flag yeah uh, on horseback we only did the uh, freeze tag once once a week and the cat uh, once one week and there were two week sessions and and uh, the capture the flag once the other week because even though the kids were carefully trained to ride their horses um humanely and uh not not abuse them, they would tend to get carried away a little bit. Yeah, and we didn't. Like, I, I believe it. Want the horses to get soured. I can't so, believe um, we're playing these games. On that horses. was great. Thanks for the call. That that's that that makes my day. Freeze tag on horses. But and again, Jim, that's that competitive element coming into play, right? It's like they had to be careful playing this on horses, and they couldn't do it too much because kids get competitive with this stuff. And if you've got a you know, a two-ton animal now involved. I can only imagine the chaos that could ensue. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Caller, you're on the yeah, air. I, is it me? That's you. I, yeah. yeah, you would remember when I was young, I would box. And we would have fun boxing each other. And I hit the guy so hard his eye popped out. And we was in oh, second grade. <laughs> I'm sorry. But my knuckles... <laughs> My knuckles were really big and strong. Wow! Oh, I, yeah, so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm thanks, not thanks, gonna. Thanks for the call, Jerry. I'm not. Wasn't there a, a boxing gonna, club in Mendocino? You, you, yeah, you beat me to it. <laughs> I, I'm not going to name any names, but Jim and I know this story. And if you're my age, or if you were around the, the Mendocino area at my age. There was definitely some people that tried to start, well, I'll just call it what it was, a, a fight club. Fight club. And it was supposed to be organized. There was supposed, it wasn't like two people were fighting each other, didn't like each other. It wasn't anything like that. It was that. consensual. But it was consensual. That got shut down real quick. <laughs> or at least, at least the element of it that was involved during school hours. This is unbelievable. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Hey, I, I see you got like three minutes left. I had to jump back in. Go ahead. Just, oh, go for it, man the best i love the sports phone are you kidding me oh my gosh <laughs> this has never been better 
<laughs> oh, you, you, so here, here, my coffee mug, just so you guys know, I want it to say, I may not like sports, but I love the sports phone. Because that is my favorite phrase that I hear on this show. That's what it should say on the coffee mug? Huh. Oh, you kidding? You kidding? How many people call, called in over the last couple of years and said, I don't even like sports, but man, I love your show. That, to me, is like the best part of this whole thing for you guys, is people who are not even major sports fans but have a connection to sports because most everybody's played tetherball or handball or thrown a frisbee or whatever it is that they're all talking about tonight. Vince, you so may have just, just you may have just designed it. you may have just designed our slogan. I, I think it's the best, man. I, huh. I, I don't know what to say because you you me, Jerry, we're we're huge, you know, Josh, Noah, we're huge sports guys. Most everybody who listens to the show is, but those those people are the ones I love to hear from. And tonight, I feel like we probably had a good half dozen that probably aren't major sports watchers. But man, tonight's topic touched them and made them remember fun things about when they were kids. You know, it, it, it's great. And uh, NPR is going to um, take over in 30 seconds. Got to go, Vince. You got it, guys. Thank you so much. That's it for the chair. Sign it off, chair. Yeah. I mean, that's it. I, I don't think I ever thought we would talk about this uh, on the sports phone for, for a full hour. I loved it. Uh, we'll be back next week. That's going to be March 26th. Until then, thanks for everyone that listened and called in. We'll talk to you next week on the sports phone. Thanks, Jeff. This has been a production of KZYX Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ Willitson's Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM, Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. You can check out our website at kzyx.org to find more content like this and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thanks for listening.